You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. As we just watched, well, not just watched, but, you know, I feel like I feel like I just watched it. We've been rewatching season finale, the season finale of Mandalorian. And guys, uh, today's episode is just going to be big kind of takeaways. We're going to come back and do your guy. We have a ton of transmissions to get to um, and YouTube comments and, 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 and smaller segments about speculation. And there's still so much to talk about in all of the news, the book of Boba and just everything. But um it, there's just so much in Star Wars right now where like we have to kind of pick one thing, hyper focus on it, and it's just it's just got to be the season finale. Yeah, uh, you know we'll probably talk a little bit about the season the season as a whole. Um, but I mean, my God, as just in the in in this one episode, I feel like I could create YouTube and podcast content for about a year, let alone mm-hmm. everything else that's going on in Star Wars. The news of you know season three probably seems like it's going to be early 2022 now, um, with the book of Boba being what we're going to see first. It seems like that's what we're getting with some of the news um, and stuff like that, which we see at the very end of <laughs> of of this episode. But I mean, major takeaways, man, of this episode. What like what was going through your mind? What were you thinking? I know I was like I I feel like I. 
I feel like I needed an IV, man. Just from I was, yeah, it was, uh, it was an emotional moment. I was going to ask you. I was like, "Are you still crying, or is it just me? Am, is, am just, I alone? I'm just dehydrated <laughs> at this point." I, uh, I, Matt's I, like, I, "I have no yeah. tears left." I mean, it was unreal. I still have my. Uh, unfortunately, I had the video portion of um, my reaction uh, in, and and basically, Star Wars is like. You know, cutting, you know, not YouTube kind of knocked that down and basically won't let us. They blocked uh, the reaction us. video, but yeah, they blocked, they blocked me. Did from they block that, other people? Not necessarily, but they're, they're after us. No, they, they, uh, for most people, they just, if they did the audio um, reaction, they were, they were cool with it. Some people did like a very, they put a blur over the image. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm probably going to put a blur over it so you can kind of just see uh, Luke when his saber first ignites and then my reaction to that. Cause I, 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 I love watching those, and honestly, I had no clue. I had no clue. I was just like, okay, this is just shaping up to be a big fight with Gideon, a big fight with, with the Dark Troopers, and then that's that, right? But then, you know, it started to dawn on me, like, yeah, how are they going to beat this many troopers? And I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought, okay, this is going to be ridiculous. We might lose somebody. Somebody might die. Uh, Gideon, it's going to get kind of crazy. They're going to have to get out of here. And then the X-Wing shows up. And I just, I was in I knew, I knew immediately. I was. Well, I, I also was like, uh, the first thing that I, I said, Luke. It's freaking Luke. And then I was like, no. And I just, I sat there, I shook my head. I said, no way, no way, no way. They, they would not do, no, can't be, can't be. And then I saw what I saw. When they did the shot, like where Grogu was like, Putting, watching the monitor or whatever, and you see the X-Wing actually just come in, right, slowly, and it enters into the ship, and then you see, like, the hooded figure come off, you know, like, and walk down the hallway. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is, there's no way, and I just kept saying over and over, I was like, there's no way they're doing this, and they did it. And th the whole time, I was just like, it's Luke. There's no way it's anyone else but Luke. But, like, I, you couldn't see his face. They hit all of that. Like, you're watching his mannerisms, and I'm going, that's freaking Luke. I'm just, like, sitting here losing it. And and then, yeah, I, all, I mean, turns out, like, when his – where I really broke down was when he took his – when the, the hood came back, and he, he strikes the pose, and he just looks like the, like the Luke Skywalker of old. And I was I, – I lost it. I lost it. I sincerely was like, they actually – they actually did it, and in such an epic way, and I felt as starstruck as everyone else who was standing there, Din, uh, Bo-Katan, everyone, right? I, you know, uh, Cara Dune, you're just looking at this Jedi show up, and you go, well, that's unreal. That's unreal. Look, what that person can do was so beyond any of their, even their combined fire team was no match for what Luke Skywalker could do. And it's the same thing I said to you earlier this season. When Boba Fett walks back on the screen, you have to say, that's a guy we know. We know he's powerful. We've seen him in video games. When he's in a video game, that guy, when a hero's on the field, watch out. It has to feel that way. It has to feel like a hero walked into the game and, oh, shoot, we got to avoid that guy because he can take out entire, you know, whatever, uh, you know, groups of uh, strike teams, whatever. I mean, it's like, Luke came in and took out all those dark troopers on his own, no problem, and he almost made it. Look, he looked, he made it look easy, made it look easy, and I freaking loved it, and I I lost my mind. So, yeah, man. I mean, I wow. I watched it at the two like two in the morning or something. I got up early, 
uh, to, uh, just, just to watch it. Um, cause I knew it was going to be a longer episode and I mean, there's so much more in just the episode, right? Like not, I mean, Luke's, Luke's appearance is obviously, is so big. Um, and it, it, the whole episode itself, I mean, the fight with Boba Fett and, um, Sasha Banks, character, we literally just looked it up, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, uh, her, her character. Uh, that was really cool. And then we get to the ship and like Boba Fett, you know, just Boba Fett wrecking those, uh, <laughs> you know, those TIE fighters. Like, yeah, right. You know, like I'm not worried about Boba Fett being chased by like two TIE fighters whatsoever. Um, and then the fight between Gideon and, and, and Din Djarin is, is pretty cool, actually. I mean, when he does like where he does the thing where he like kicks this, like the spear up. Right. And then yeah. he fights the dark yeah. trooper. Um, all of that was cool. Then he gets the dark saber, and that's obviously going to be a big deal going forward. Um, and what's the story with that? Because it doesn't seem like the story we've been told. We actually did a video on YouTube uh, about just about that specifically um, of why was it okay that Sabine hands Bo-Katan the dark saber, and then uh, here it's not okay. Um, so we did a full full video on that, and then everything seems bad. And so part of me is thinking, well, he's got the, he's got, he has the dark saber now. So maybe he just can just start cutting through some of these, but you know, is he trained to take that, you know, to, to deflect blaster bolts and, and, and all of that. Or I was maybe even thinking, Hey, Grogu is going to do something. I mean, I definitely did think a Jedi was going to show up um, just because I, cause some people were saying, Oh, that's, that's going to be a next season thing. I was like, they're not going to show it if it's not like Grogu on the seeing stone. Mm-hmm. They're they're not going to show that and then not have it be a thing later, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's the whole that's how it works. So to see that was really cool. Um, obviously, then they said it's a single X-wing. When I saw the X-wing, I was like, "That's like they did it." And then he has a yeah. hood on, and I'm like, "Okay, they're not going to show his face, right?" Because right. that the whole deal is we thought if they show Luke, it's it's like it would be something where we would allude to it being Luke, right? Like you'd Mm -hmm. see like the hilt and like behind him, but you wouldn't see his face Um, just because I thought they haven't cast that person yet. Like, and they're going to, you know, they're going to wait to do that. Then he takes it off and I was like, Oh, it's the de-aging tech technology or whatever. Um, And then I was trying to figure out who's actually playing him. I was like, I was like, is it kind of a blend right of, Mm -hmm. of the thing? And I thought for a second, I thought it, they actually got Sebastian Stan, but that's just because Sebastian Stan looks like it so oh, yeah. much yeah. that I was like, I think that's him. Um, and then I was, then I kind of, you know, was like just a, like immediate, like first, second reaction was in my mind. They started talking more and everything. And then he takes Grogu and it's great. But for me, actually the biggest, the biggest moment for me um, is when Mando takes off his helmet with Grogu. Mm-hmm. And it's just heartbreaking. And Grogu reaches out and touches his face. That's probably the first living organism that's touched Din Djarin's face at maybe ever. Hmm. Maybe ever. Yeah. I mean, since he's put on the mask. Yeah. 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 That was that With was that was emotional. That was emotional. And like you said, that all of that uh, is is buried. I mean, like I I almost missed the fact that Din jumps in front of a blaster blaster right. fire to save Grogu to save him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the, the, it all like, happens really fast. There's yeah. so much going on. The, the other, but not thing, in a, but not in a bad way. Yeah. No, it wasn't. No, I just mean like it was. You're so overwhelmed emotionally because of Luke that you're like, and then you're even more like you're brought back to real. Oh yeah, Gideon's there. Like it, it was perfect because he had the blaster. They set that up. We knew he was going to be. Then we lost track of him, and then we thought, oh shoot! Like even though we just saw all of that, 
How can we forget about him? Well, because we're all watching the freaking monitor, watching this, this Jedi just tear through people. Gideon knew that. He knew everyone was distracted by what was going on outside those doors, takes advantage of it, and almost, you know, I mean, he gets right. he gets a couple good shots in on Bo-Katan, and, and I'm like, wow, holy smokes. And then, then he actually tries to kill Grogu. Like, right. what? Right. Uh, of all the people in the room that he could, he could have went for him. He could have shot himself first, but instead he tries to take out Bo-Katan and Grogu because um, he knew he couldn't win that, right? You, you, he knows he can't win that. Right. So what damage it's crazy. is he trying to do before he goes? The, the look on his face when he sees that it's a Jedi, I mean, it's... It's terror. Fear. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. fear. And I'm sure he knows who Luke Skywalker is. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, to be that be that high ranking. I don't know that he necessarily knows that Luke Skywalker is the son of Anakin Skywalker, who's actually Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, but he probably knows him as the guy who took down the first Death Star and killed Emperor Palpatine and killed Vader. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure people... You know that that's gotten around. At least that's what they hear. Um, right. Obviously, we know we know there's more to it. But I mean, I think that's what most people probably think about this guy who is Luke Skywalker. Yeah. He's like this guy who destroyed both Death Stars. I mean, in their in for what they hear, sorry, this guy destroyed both Death Stars and killed Palpatine and Vader. Yeah, it, they also did a really good job that no one in the room said Luke Skywalker. That's mm-hmm. Luke. We we knew it. We were screaming it, and we're like they all they know is this is a Jedi. And right. there, I mean, didn't even ask, like, are you a Jedi? Right. Um, yeah. So, because it's good. cool because you it, don't want the whole yeah. galaxy, the galaxy doesn't maybe necessarily know that he's right. Well, it's also then you'd have to answer a lot more questions. And I think that's a good reason why they got Boba Fett out because Boba Fett would obviously recognize him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Luke would probably recognize Boba Fett. And yeah. then Bo Katan, if he says, I'm Luke Skywalker, Bo Katan would, would, probably make the connection to anakin who she knows mm-hmm. yep um or at least i don't know she actually i don't think she ever meets anakin does she uh let me see i'm trying to think back in clone wars i don't know if she actually ever specifically meets Ahsoka, anakin right yeah. she deals with and she deals with obi-wan but I, I mean, anakin's she anakin's does, like though. i'm sure she probably she probably yeah does remember, remember at the beginning of the last season yeah because she takes like ahsoka sets up the meeting that's right, right? so yeah. she does yeah sure. she does yeah but I think, yeah, I think Obi-Wan's the one who's in most of those yeah. Mandalore episodes because um, he's dealing with teen. But um, regard anyway, she would probably make that connection. So I think it's good that he doesn't say his name mm-hmm. there as, you know, as, as Luke Skywalker. So yeah. that would certainly have to be explained. But yeah, it's all happening. Th- that scene is just so filled with emotion. And again, there's a lot going on, but it's not like too hard to follow. Like, like say like, like Rise of Skywalker, for example, yeah. the first 10 yes. minutes of that movie, I'm like, what is happening <laughs> i yeah. mean you know because it's it's an, it's there's just there's a lot going on <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but it's split up into into multiple groups whereas this is really just kind of one big event um right, that's happening right. Right. um and so it's it is it's like a lot easier to follow and it, it feels better because it feels connected the top you know basically like the hallway right of like you know mando taking out or from of um Luke taking out the, the troopers just like Vader in the hallway yeah. in Rogue One, just like Mando in the hallway of last season, right? Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. when he's taking out all the droids and he's doing yep. all his things. So hallways. That's the yeah. <laughs> that's the a Star Wars story. Yes. Um yeah. yeah, and then you have the then you have the Boba Fett or you have the the Mando and and Grogu scene in there. And then R2 comes in. It's just emotional, man. The whole thing is just is just emotional. Uh, yeah, it, it really was. I mean, it was just layer upon layer upon layer. And the, the crazy thing is, is that um, 
when you look at the season as a whole, they just kept shocking us time and time again. They just basically said, watch us. Like, nothing is going to, you know, be filler or, or be what, like, you're, like, every episode is going to be so jam-packed. You're going to be blown away. Um, here's Cobb. Here's freaking Bo-Katan. Here's Boba Fett. Here's Ahsoka. Let's keep moving. Let's bring Fennec back. Let's bring Mayfeld back. Like, and then let's let's drop Luke Skywalker in there as well. Okay, while we're at it, I mean, yeah. it's just and then R 2s with him. I, I, you know, it's a season. It's a Dave Filoni season two situation where he just says, "I'm gonna just let's Up just do end. this across let's the board." Crazy. Every yeah. episode this season, I feel like is better than than any episode of season one. I mean, yeah. maybe you could make. I think some people think the second episode, which is still might be my favorite just because i love watching grogu eat the eggs and i thought it was hilarious yeah um you know i mean but if you compare that maybe to what i think most people consider to be the the big filler episode of last season which is the the episode where car dune first shows up and they're like taking down the walker oh yeah um i don't yeah. know i mean i i thought it was I like, great but hey we, yeah we get right. i love there's no episode of mandalorian i don't like I same <laughs> same I love them all they're all they're yep. all great they're all they're all totally they're all totally sick yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we saw Ahsoka this season. We saw Luke. I mean, it, it, we saw Boba Fett as the Boba Fett. Here's the thing. I mean, think about this for a second, <laughs> right? Everything that we've ever wanted in Star Wars is like, God, I would just love to see Boba Fett out there, like in live action, being Boba Fett. Got it. Yeah. I just want to see Ahsoka in live action being, you know, a Jedi. Got it. I just want to see Luke Skywalker out there. Got it. Yep. Everything we wanted. I know. I wanted them to. It. I wanted them to to mention Thrawn. Got it. Right. Thrawn's been mentioned in live action and probably will show up now in live action. Like that's right. seemingly to be a it's thing. There. As, like because of Ahsoka being live action, all of a sudden now everything else open. Like all, all these other doors are open for Ezra and Sabine and and so on. And you're just like, I, I mean, the I, the, the cloning know. might be Snoke and Palpatine and yep. Yep, and exactly. All, all, everything. I mean, everything about this season is just off the rails. I mean, it's it, it, just it's and, it's insane. And look, and look, and look, and look. You know, we used to get kind of laughed at back in the day sometimes when we would say, "Hey, what if this character would show back up?" You know, would they bring a character like Ezra Bridger in on the Rise of Skywalker and stuff like that? And people are like, "That's a joke. They would never do that. It's too much. It's too big. It's too big of a step." But literally, we all secretly want to see it. We all actually really want to see it. There's a lot of people who are just like, I think people try to say, because I watched all the other, other you know, creators and stuff who would say like, who were very cautious and would always caution the fandom that like, look, they're not going to do that. All these, all this crazy stuff with like bringing animated characters or book characters. That's not what Star Wars does. They make new stuff or whatever. It's like, no, we already have an attachment. We've already spent a lot of time invested with Ahsoka. You still have her alive. You set it up for that. Bring her live action. And it was a, a absolute hit. Uh, Thrawn, a hit. All of it. Uh, Cobb Vanth is actually something that is super surprising that people are like, I love that idea and that character. Boba Fett brought him back. I mean, it just it just goes on and on and on. It's and it's just fantastic. Like you said, that wish list is there, and they just kept saying, "You want it? You got it." And also, we want to see it too. We also want to see if we can pull it off. Like George Lucas used to say, "Let's be brave. Don't be afraid. Push this as far as we can." Like we like this character. It's his. It's his universe. He would say, oh, let's, let's bring Darth Maul back. Let's do it." And they were like, you, you, saw, you finally saw it the other day, Matt. You, you said you saw the Dave Filoni where George walks in and says, we're bringing them all back. And Dave goes, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. how, 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 how? 
George, well, you guys figure that out. Um, but just that's what we're doing though. Maul's back. Okay, all right, we got to figure this out. Like, and at first, people were kind of like, uh, not so sure. Now it's awesome. He's in solo. He's all these things happen. It just kept getting. That was a crazy decision back in the day. That was that was wild. So I always I always looked at that decision and said, why do people think it's so crazy to move someone like Ahsoka to live action or to bring Ezra back or to follow these characters that we love from books, bring Kyle Katarn in, you know, bringing these other characters who are from video games into live action. I mean, I, I guarantee Iden Versio is going to show up. Cal Kestis. Oh, Those guaranteed. are all on the table right now. And like. Get ready. So any any wild, crazy speculation that you want to do, it will ha- like we will we will be there to support you, and we want those transmissions on this show because exactly it's it's all on the table. Well, and I mean, think about it. I mean, look at what. Okay, so think think about this for a second. Just just think just think about this for a second. This season alone, we got Cobb Vanth, a crate dragon. You know, we were, we're this was the uh, we saw Ahsoka, Thrawn, Luke Skywalker, uh, Boba Fett. They went for it as they just announced 10 new Star Wars shows. I know if they yep. did that in this one thing, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. all going to show on. up. It's on. <laughs> I mean, it the whole on. damn gambit. Man. I know, man. <laughs> I mean, I know. I know. the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. Right. I yep. mean, we're you and I did. You and I did one on Mara Jade, a video a video. We talked about Mara Jade. We did one on Kyle Katarn. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We got another one coming on another big favorite from EU. We've mm-hmm. got a whole, as and I have a whole list of all these characters who are saying, how could you do it? How could you work them in? I mean, you know, like, look, they, they brought Thrawn back in Rebels and said, we're going to, we're going to have him here before did a thing. And now it looks like they're going to bring Thrawn back and have him do what he actually did in the EU. So, yeah. I mean, it seems like the EU legends i you know i let's call it the eu because that's yeah. what it is yeah is about to be like yeah we're gonna kind of just rework it but it's all gonna happen pretty much because otherwise i mean you're doing 10 star wars shows man you've got to pull well, from somewhere yeah and they're not yeah. all gonna be original ideas no and i actually love the idea of like we didn't have cara dune like like we didn't have that character and so before cool. You know, yeah, yeah, beforehand, back in the days of, of EU or whatever, so it's a brand new character. But then that character is now next to our original. By the way, Luke and all those characters are the EU, like, like Boba Fett, all of them from the EU. They're original. They're original characters who we're going to continue on with. Like, we created Ray, Finn, Poe, all of that, and that's fine. But all those other characters that were there in the EU can still totally exist. I know people will say, ah, not, not necessarily, but we figured out a way in which Mara Jade can work. We figured there's, there's, there's so many ways in which all of this stuff can still work. Matt, let me tell you right now, if there, if you're going into season three or you're going into, let's say Rangers, Rangers of the new Republic or your, or the Ahsoka series. And in, in one of those series, if you come across a pirate organization, a group somewhere that's roaming the galaxy and, and Disney's going, we want a group like that. Go to legends. There's 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 Tiber Zan, right? You can go pick mm-hmm. Tiber Zan, the the the, the, Zan, the Zan Consortium. You can pull that, and people will instantly go. So not only is that a new name to a lot of mainstream fans and people who are you know um, casual. I don't know what, what the what the term is there, but like people who aren't really deep in the lore, they don't really care what the name is. Mainstream. It's yeah. it's it's a cool name. They like it. It's a cool feel. It's brand new to them, but to people you know who have been around, they've heard that name before. So it's a double reward. You just brought in someone who is like it's a, it's a throwback to an old name. It's to, to a video game reference and whatever. 
and you build up now the the consortium and it's this i want to do a whole video on it because i totally don't right. see We're why gonna. they wouldn't do something like that it's it's well to they're me, gonna it makes sense. Well, they're gonna, I mean, they're going to have to. I mean, look at it. I mean, here's the thing. With Mando, it's like, okay, we can focus. You can focus just on big Mandalorian people, right? We Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan, she's back, okay? Yep. And she's back in live action. She was canon before, but now we get to see her in live action. They're going down. You know, they're obviously going down that route. Yeah, we're seeing Ezra and, Ezra and Sabine in the Ahsoka series. I yes, mean, that's, that That's happening. That, happening. I, that one, I that, it's 100% that, that's happening. I mean, yes, yes. Th that's guarantee that that's that's locked in but i mean you know with the exception of you know as you go back like the acolyte that show is you know 100 years or whatever before episode one or something like that so that's not gonna but i mean lando if lando is 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 around the time of solo there's so much to explore and you're going to need a group of smugglers and pirates and all of these things that he deals with. He doesn't deal with Jedi and things like that as much. Um, and then, you know, range of the new Republic. It seems like we're going to be hunting down some of these bounty hunters and, and villains and, and pirate groups and, and all, and all of these types of things as I just watched, cause I'm going back through and I'm kind of getting to clone wars for not really the kind of the first time because there's like mm -hmm. a lot of because mm -hmm. i've seen like episodes here and there but i've never really fully watched it and so i'm just kind of doing arcs so i'm just being like right now i'm kind of on the satine arc because i'm just like okay i want to watch this stuff with maul and see really what all happens and as in clone wars i forgot um darth maul fights dangar because he's when he goes to, and he when darth maul's pulling together his shadow collective to go take over mandalore yeah he goes to this he goes to to go convince the hut it's time for you to join we've already got the pikes and oh, yeah. everything yeah. and and yeah. the black and the black sun and they're being protected by these bounty hunters and one of them is dengar and then he ultimately lets him go so mm -hmm. and now we're getting a boba fett series which by the way we said um just because if they were only doing those things that were announced right we said we know there's supposed to be some sort of boba fett thing we did finally get confirmation on that so there's still definitely more we're getting all we will see dengar we will see bosk we will see and some of this yeah. stuff is gonna so i think rangers is gonna it takes place like right after return of the jedi so before maybe um battle of jakku actually so it's it's closer there and they've said they're all going to be around this time period they're going to overlap um okay. and it's cool and, i didn't know that about and, rangers and that's, that's pretty cool yeah, so it could be the way John Favreau said it. It's in a Good Morning America interview, um, yeah. in which he says it, and he said he says he says it's in the time period and it, it takes place after Return of the Jedi. He doesn't, say, but before yeah. that, he does say that Mando takes place about five years. So it yeah. could be the way he said it, but from what it sounds like, is it sounds more like Range of the Republic happens after Return of the Jedi. I think before, if that's the case. Then it's before Jakku, and it's definitely like five years before Mando. Whereas Ahsoka is taking place like either now gotcha. or slightly before, yeah. um, or or it picks up afterwards or whatever. So we're gonna so we're gonna go with that, and then I think we'll because I think it's gonna be kind of like maybe a Cara Dune prequel thing. Yeah. I don't really know. We don't, we don't know about enough about. Well, it and yet, I kind of think you know like what what I well we could check. We'll get more information on it for sure. But like I think it I. Yeah, I mean, because right now she's been given kind of the, she is a ranger of the of the New Republic now. Like, like she now has been given that 
She's she's the marshal, right? So she's the marshal that gave well, her the badge. Well, she's a marshal now, but I um, it sounds I think I think what happens is she may have been a more something bigger, and then she left because obviously right yeah. now she seems like she didn't want anything to do with the New Republic. Yeah, because obviously she was a soldier. She was a dropper, right? In the um, rebellion, yeah. During the right. rebellion, so that yeah. she may have been something to do with the New Republic. Yeah, um, but again. We also don't know that that's the Cara Dune series. That's yeah, speculated yeah. on. That that's we true. Think that doesn't mean that it actually is. Right. And so we do know that Dave Filoni is producing Ahsoka, and John Favreau is producing uh, Rangers of the New Republic. He says, and he does say it will in that interview. He says it will set. It will, it will take. He, he air quote here right after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that'll be interesting. I mean, then it would be. You know, I don't know if it would. Did he ever say anything about Cara Dune? No, being he does. So okay, so, so then it, so could it be might not different. actually be a car the Cara Dune series, which we've kind of thought. Mm-hmm. Cara Dune might just be more in Ahsoka and Mando, and maybe we'll get and bounce around. We'll get more of there. But regardless, we're gonna need characters, uh, villains. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole deal. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I think I yeah. I t- t- to me, well, I always like the idea that they're kind of going on simultaneously, so that way you can kind of slip a character in different seasons and you know that that, that kind of thing. So, but, it, but who knows? Maybe they need to do a season right after Return of the Jedi, one season, and then they need to jump ahead and kind of get caught up with um, where they're at in Mandalorian season three or or whatever. Who knows? There, I will say this: there is a lot of. Um, novel like novels. There's a lot of video games. There's a lot of story already that's told like the aftermath series is a whole series that talks about the imperial remnants i mean really the empire hadn't surrendered yet until jakku so they had formed the new republic um but yet they hadn't quite surrendered so there's a lot of story he would have to kind of maneuver and, and almost weave in and maybe expand whatever was written in the aftermath series and go a bit further it's all the contingency plan operation sender you're talking all those different things are happening around that time so that would just be interesting to see him maneuver around all of that that's yeah, that's what I'm kind know. of thinking. So I well I'm uh, I'm in. So oh, I'm, all, I'm, I'm I'm in. If he wants to, I'm totally cool. If if like yeah, you want to show us more Mon Mothma and tell us what like the formation of the New Republic and show us more of what's happening there. I am I am absolutely all all for it. I, yeah. See, then know. the Star Wars Wikipedia has it listed as timeline nine ABY. So yeah. maybe it was just the way he said it in an interview. Doesn't yeah. you know? Don't necessarily hold him to that because he did say it will all cross over. So yeah, um, yeah. I get you. We'll, We'll, we'll definitely see. I want to bring up a point here, though, and I want folks. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to say this uh, multiple times. I'm gonna sound like a broken record when I say it, and I don't really care. Um, we are in. So, The Force Awakens takes place in 34 ABY. The Force Awakens, Ray, The Force Awakening, and her. The Mandalorian takes place in 9 ABY. So, from right now, at the end of season two, until the beginning of The Force Awakens, we have 25 years to fill. 25 years. I just don't think people have thought about that. I, I, anytime I would talk about what Luke could do, a whole arc with Mara Jade, a whole life lived before he ever even starts, you know, I mean, lives with her, whatever. You, there's so many things that you can do that you didn't even have, that you didn't tell in the sequels. Like, it's it's almost old news. Like, like a Mara Jade, Luke Skywalker thing could be very old and ancient news, and he's moved on, and it's something that you just you just never know. Like there's so many so many th- stories and wars. Like we're talking about like maybe a Yuuzhan Vong war, an invasion, Thrawn, a whole arc with Thrawn that could that could that could literally go for ten years. You could have a ten year war 
and not even come close to touching half of that gap. You have a right. twenty-five well, year, you know, gap. Okay. Well, think about think about the difference between, you know, there's nineteen years in between four or in between three and four, and by the time you get to A New Hope, people people don't even think the Jedi like. People don't even remember them. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, exactly. people are like, oh, you know, it's an ancient religion. It's ain't he, they use the word ancient. I know. As if like, what? I mean, that was that wasn't that long ago. You know what I mean? So that's how much time it is when you're talking about a galaxy that's huge. I mean, unless it's happening all the time, I mean, people are going to forget about it. I mean, you're talking about the entire galaxy. Right. Exactly. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah. So, it, God, yeah, go look at like between. Dude, let me think here. When did the so it would have been 19 BBY is when the it's Empire Revenge of the Sith. Right. And that's when the Empire is formed. Right. The Galactic yes. Empire is formed by Palpatine. And then it is ended in what? Four or five ABY. Maybe if you push it to, to Jakku, it's a little bit mm -hmm. further past that. So you've got 19 years. Plus Let's four, say, which is 23. Yeah. Okay. So like 23 years. This is, that's all you had for 23 years. The Empire, the Galactic Empire took over for 20 to 25 years right there. Boom. We have a whole other freaking gap that is 25 years. You could run like the, the, the reign of the Empire is shorter than the gap that we have between right now and the end of the Mandalorian and the beginning of The Force Awakens. Think about that. So like that to me is just wild. I think that's why like that's so much room. That's so much story to tell. Right. Cuz it's it's been 25 years. When you get to Mandalorian, it's been 25 years since um uh it's it's been 25 years since the empire began. Mm -hmm. Right? And the, and really the Jedi were gone. So I mean that's been I mean that's that's a quarter of a century that you're talking about yeah. or, and then you maybe you maybe have like one or two out there. I mean Yoda's alive, Obi-Wan's alive. Kanan, Ezra, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's more than that. And then you have Luke. So, I mean, it, for all these people, it's like, this stuff doesn't even exist. It doesn't register. They don't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think, again, the galaxy's large and some people, some people knew vaguely about what was going on with the empire. That really doesn't concern us way out here. We're not worried about it. We're independent. We're on the outer rim. Like a lot of the stories we get told are from the outer rim perspective where there's not a lot of, you know, uh, they're having trouble patrolling and securing, whether it's the Empire or the Republic or the New Republic, they all kind of have trouble. Um, they're spread too thin, you know, to go out and patrol all the outer rim, rim systems, which is exactly what they're foreshadowing here uh, in, in season two when they make Kara uh, a, a marshal. And then possibly, you know, we need Rangers to go out there like it's the freaking West and you got to go out and like, you know, patrol the area and stuff and, and, recruit or whatever or check on you know imperial remnant uh holdouts and stuff so it's just all set up beautifully and i i just i i really think you can honestly run a whole thrawn comes back unites the empire tries to and tries to bring them back and the new republic has to fight a second sort of imperial remnant group war like what is the major conflict that the new bit was it just a time of peace i think it I think there are references to early on before they knew what to do with this time gap. I mean, like I told you in, in bloodlines that happens, what is it? Seven years before the force awakens. And at that point, what, I mean, 
you know, there is some talk about politics and what had happened with other factions and worlds and the animosity between worlds and and how the government was run. But I kind of think you could show us something right here in the early stages where they struggled to with the Empire. They struggled with an invading force and you needed great heroes like before Luke even starts his academy. And when he settles down, he's he's in another campaign, another great war that he had to help in his prime. Luke in his prime doing his thing. We don't need to see all of that, but you have, we're seeing it through this lens of Mandalorians or Grogu and Ahsoka and Ezra Bridger and so on. Um, So I don't know. I think there's just so much story to tell. It's the perfect idea to do a Mando verse and, and to just go nuts uh, from here and just, just, just spread out and fill this gap and make it because it just feels so empty. You know, it feels like there's we don't even we, we have no idea. We have a couple story threads. We know about Poe's Dameron's family. We know that we don't really know anything about Han and Leia and what happened to them, what caused some of their their split. We don't know much about Ben Solo. We don't know what Luke was doing during that whole time. All of that is story you can tell whether in novels, comics, and live action now. So we can do it in live action and it's just really exciting. So yeah, keep that in mind. It's great. The episode was great. Everything I just I, I I just feel so so good about where we're going with Star Wars as it's 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 big it's bad I mean is Luke gonna square off against Thrawn? Well, and that's the thing. I people were talking about. Um, they, they kind of hid this. You said this on the Investors Day, which is, hey, we haven't seen everything, right? They have other stuff that they didn't even show us. And you said that right. before we even saw the Book of Boba Fett. They were hiding that because why? They didn't want to reveal they to that. Show it. You know what I mean? Like, why would you announce a Kyle Katarn series when you haven't shown us Kyle Katarn re- like returning? Not that that's going to happen, but that's your that's a scenario, right? Where mm-hmm. we don't even know who that who is that guy. And you're going to make a whole series on him. You don't do that. You you introduce them and then you say from there, wow, like that character. Let's move on. Not that they would do Cobb Vanth. That'd be a uh, that I mean, would I watch it? Yes, but like once oh, we've seen that character, now I'm down to watch this Marshall on Tatooine, you know, do his thing, and maybe they come and recruit him and they give him a badge. Right. Maybe Kara comes and drops a badge on him, you know, and be and sick. what's to say what's to say that what's to say the higher public books don't just like explode bigger than Disney was ever expecting, and suddenly they say we have to do a higher public show right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just we don't we don't know. Right. You just we you just don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's so good. So now on that real quick, it, um, what we have kind of, you know, this it's on the it's I mean, it's this is all kind of speculation. Nothing super confirmed yet, but it seems like the book of Boba is taking place first. Um, in December yeah. of next mm-hmm. year, and then that Mando is going to follow after that. Yes. Because they did kind of announce December, yep. And John Favreau says that's kind of like the next chapter in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not replacing season three. Some people said that's going to be season three. It's not. There is a full mm-hmm. no. season three, but it seems like hey, this is going to be a stopgap thing, and then you're getting that because I think yeah. they like we need to tell this Boba Fett story first. Well, I mean, which he- means Boba Fett's going to be a big deal going forward. Well, they, I, I imagine if they're going to be doing Ahsoka and they're going to be doing like you want to you want all your resources, you want all your directors to be hands on deck working on making the best product. I mean, again, they can hire people and expand, but like I doubt you're going to run. I doubt it. I don't I could be wrong. I doubt you're going to run the Ahsoka series every Friday and the Cara Dune series, you know. So like to me, I just right. saw it as, OK, they're going with Boba Fett first back to Mandalorian season three. Ahsoka season one, Mandalorian season four, Cara Dune. You know, you're going to be alternating when right. you drop all of those. That's what I would do. Keep everybody bought in on 
on the platform and on Disney Plus. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, first things first, we're getting Bad Batch and there's Phoenix in Bad Batch. So th there's going to be stuff in there that ties in to obviously Book of Boba Fett because Phoenix is going to be in that and she's going to be a deal, some, a big deal going forward. So, yeah, yep. it's all connected. And that's what I love most about Star Wars is that it is all connected and it all it all ties in. And it all matters, my friend. Everything freaking matters even lightsabers that we want to toss uh, you know over the side of a cliff matter all right it all does they do yeah they do. Uh, they do. so i like real, real real quick i mean so on on these on this mando verse i just want to say like the speculation if you guys have thoughts or like characters that you think might show up or legends connections or story arcs or whatever we're speculating now just on the whole freaking thing the ahsoka storyline uh, you know, the, the Rangers of, of the New Republic, uh, we're going to be doing more Mandalorian season three, Boba Fett. That is probably the next one, right? That's the, that, as you said, that's the next one. We're going to be really hammering down on those characters and the bounty hunters that are going to show up and, and what he's doing. Can I ask you real quick too? Cause I, that is at the end. First of all, poor went out for Bib Fortuna who he's I gone. Mean, he's gone. He they is, want a wanga. Wait, they want a wanga. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah um he's he's Aiwana dead. Wenga, a Star Wars story. A Star Wars story. I mean, is God. Um, he's dead. He's he's. It's dead. a big deal. Boba. <laughs> he says. He has like more a, lines in in that than he has in Return of the Jedi. I know, I know, and he definitely. Uh, I I thought he was dead. I remember, like, I think on this on the Star Wars book uh, on Wikipedia on the Star Wars page, I think he's actually still listed as dead uh, on in Return of the Jedi. So they the changed Jedi. it. They changed it, which is fine, um, because again, I always go back to no, I saw him die. I saw him die on a ship. Well, I saw Darth Maul fall down a, a hole and die. I saw. Boba Fett fall down the Sarlacc pit and die, as far as I know, and they don't, and so they make it right. back, and they keep showing us that time and time again. So anytime somebody is like, "I don't think this guy's dead," I'm here for that story. You let right. me know. Uh, right. Jabba's son is still alive. Jabba's son, who we're going to talk about for sure. Um, there is a void. But my question was, um, do you think that was a? Do you th do you think that was personal? Do you think Boba Fett went back there to kill Bib uh, on a hit, or was that personal, or is he going there? To set because up his he own sits thing. up, I think he's going to set up his own thing. He you wouldn't sit on the throne if it wasn't if it wasn't personal. I mean, yeah. if it, it's like it's like it's like he goes, and I think he's I think he, especially because he's with Finnick, and I think he thinks I can take over now. And there's a lot of money to be made, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we can we can kind of rule all this stuff our ourselves. Yeah, yeah, it's. Ah, oh, well, okay. That's going to be interesting because he, he, in Legends, and again, this is where you do that blended type of thing. He's more of a, he's a resistant kind of ruler for, for Mandalorians. And he more is a, he, he, he doesn't want that role of Mandalore. Um, so, yeah, but again, this is like crime underworld situation where you're just a crime boss. I mean, I, I he, he always seemed to be a guy who was on the move. Um, and not like you could track him down, like you could go make hit after hit and you, cause you know where Jabba's at, Jabba's in Jabba's palace. Okay. When he moves, right. everybody knows, but he's surrounded by a force that is just, you don't mess with. Okay. Um, have you ever seen the comic where, uh, Darth Vader, there's, a, there's tons of images out there where, you know, Luke walks in and he stands in front of Jabba and he says, I warn you not to underestimate my, my powers. Right. Right. He says that. I don't know if it was before. Yeah. Well, obviously it was before. Uh, before that, yeah, obviously it was before Jabba. Jabba's dead after Luke shows up there. Uh, Vader 
shows up and sort of says the same thing. Like Vader is standing there and everyone's you know scrunched around him and he's telling Jabba. Like it's just single Vader in there and he does some something to win over uh, Jabba the Hutt's like trust and he needs him for something. I, I, don't, I didn't actually read the comic. I just remember seeing that image right. of him standing there and I was just like, oh my God. So I want more moments like that where like they got to bring the Hutt's back. They, the the Hutt's were big players. They were a big deal. And I kind of think like Boba went back to to I was expecting when they walked down there to see another hut. I did not expect to see Bib Fortuna sitting down there. I did not expect that at all, um, because a chunky Bib Fortuna. It was chunky, yes, for sure. He's, he's been he looked like some, he ate the old Bib Fortuna. He definitely did. He definitely did. <laughs> so, but I was thinking like th- there's so many different huts that would want to come take that seat of power, and and the fact that they haven't maybe that's going to be explained more, but. You got to get the huts back in on in this Mandoverse. I kind of feel like people would lose their minds to see another hut or Jabba's son or some of Jabba's family and uh, see see Boba kind of working through some of that because he was a hired a hired gun. I mean, he was a, he was a bounty hunter for for them. Now he did his. I mean, it wasn't like he just got a lot of jobs through them. He was his own man. He was independent. I mean, he was even independent of the guild. You know, he wasn't even a member. Well. He joins as a member of the Bounty Hunters Guild back in Legends just to go in. One of his his jobs was to go in and cause what, what is essentially the Bounty Hunter War, uh, where he divides them and they all you know consume themselves and Boba sees it as profitable because they're fighting amongst themselves and then he can go you know uh, do a whole bunch of other stuff on his own. But I, yeah, I just it's going to be really really interesting to see what they do with the guild and what they do with is he still going to be a member of that? Is he a bounty hunter or is he? now a crime boss is he moving into a different role you know what i'm saying like it's right it's it's it was weird that he sat down i i kind of thought maybe it's a hit maybe he's supposed to bring bring bib in dead or alive and he just rolls him off and says maybe the job was done and that's what boba does he sits down and takes a drink with finnick as they roll through the galaxy um it seemed kind of personal though and it seemed like yeah he knew he had scouted maybe knew that that was a seat of power that he could acquire which is crazy which is crazy well, and he's been on Tatooine for a long time, so who freaking knows? Yeah, yeah, which I'm cool with. So that also makes me think that Cobb Vanth is coming back, that we are going to see a showdown between those guys. If Boba's going to be there doing his thing, if he if he does, as long as he doesn't mess with, um, you know, Mos Pelgo, then maybe we're good. But there's really nothing there. So why I don't would see you? Why, why would you go there? I mean, there's like nothing there, right? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we're going to see and 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 Finnick there as well. I mean, Finnick's obviously a wanted person, so. Uh, well she's gonna be it's gonna be i think it's her role is gonna be interesting too because is she influencing boba a little bit more hey there's a lot of money to be made in this but you know she was a bounty hunter too right she's you know she's part of the guild she's um yeah yeah she's yeah she she's an assassin so i mean who knows i mean jango fett who he's cloned after uh is is willing to go stay on camino and take a large sum of money to Mm -hmm. build this this huge, you know, army and, and, and take money, but he still kind of continues to do his thing there. So, I mean, I think it's in him to kind of, he's an opportunity Caesar. I think he yeah. saw an opportunity to go take Boba's or to take Java's palace. Now Boba's palace mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and build an army, build something. I mean, who, who knows? Yeah. I mean, he's, he does not like the empire. I mean, he's, when he saw the empire's back, I'm looking at him with my own eyes. He didn't yeah. like that. No, I didn't. Even though he's hired by Vader and stuff, it's just a job's a job, and he's a dangerous. I mean, he's a dang dude. 
I, they definitely pulled off the fact that Boba Fett is dangerous. Like every time I read about him in Legends, I was like, this guy will drop you in a second. And like he was a scary guy to read about and, and just to kind of witness in Legends. So I loved it. I loved it. The, thing, the, the things he could do. So I'm, I'm excited to see him just for that series to even be a little darker and even a little bit more uh, like scum and villainy. You know what I mean? I kind of hope that that's where they go. Because we, we, we thought that, um, you know, when they originally described the Mandalorian, they described it as as this Mandalorian who was a bounty hunter, but uh, like we weren't sure about his moral compass. We weren't really sure, you know, whether we could try, you know, like what what is guiding him? You know, you know what I mean? Now we've got Boba Fett, and <laughs> we know full well like he's he's a whole different level of just he's he's almost like he originally is kind of a bad guy, right? He's a bad guy in the originals. He captures Han Solo. Puts him in carbonite. I mean, he's there in, in four, five, and then six. You know, it's just, it's crazy um, in the remastered uh, edition. But, um, right. yeah, so I don't know. It's just to see that villain, to see him go in there. Now, like, seeing him with his mask off and hearing Boba talk and hearing him kind of be uh, beholden to, like, an honor system and a code, Fennec seemed to be keeping him more honorable than maybe he normally was. I don't know. I, I it just, he's such an interesting character, and I'm, I'm, fascinated to see what they do with him in that series and i want it to get dark i want there to be some major crime boss syndicate situation going on where we just go into the underworld and the black market spice running the whole thing i know i know spice running is controversial but mm. it, ha it happened in star wars and you know i want to see more of it <laughs> yeah and it's going to be all about making money i think and making money and 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 living the best life i i, I don't know I, i'm it's gonna be interesting i don't know how long the series is gonna be i'm thinking it's it's supposed to be something mini but uh dave Filoni, john favreau are both it's producing writing the whole deal um and it's gonna be the kickoff of season three yeah and so that's interesting is it just a one kind of season mini season thing or is it a is it going to be several seasons like is it going to grow because I I, always, I I think of Arrowverse is actually what I think of. And I think of like, that's different than what you have in Avengers with what John Favreau did there. Because you were running shows like The Arrow and The Flash side by side at different times. And when you, like you would be, everyone would be watching The Flash and then the freaking Arrow would show up for special episodes. Then you'd go and watch a whole season of The Arrow and you would see The Flash show up for special episodes. And so that's kind of what I thought they were maybe going to do. But then when you look at Avengers... You have no. We're just gonna do this. Like, everything just kind of keeps building, um, and some it, stuff it's... takes place before, and some stuff doesn't. Yeah. So they do. They did move it around. Like I think you know, like the timeline is for Avengers is is kind of weird because it's like, well, you have Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man two, Thor, mm -hmm. and then you have a major flashback with Captain America, and mm -hmm. then you have Avengers. Yeah. And then it goes. I think uh, Iron Man three, which is like right after Avengers one, then you get to like Captain America. Okay. That happens. And then you have like ages of shield is like going on. And a lot of everything that happens there happens in Captain America two. That's when Hydra comes back. Yeah. And then it gets all over the place. Cause then you get to like guardians of the galaxy and Ant-Man, which has stuff from the past and like miss um, Captain Marvel takes place in like the nineties. Right. And it's yes. like, what is going on? And man? It's like, oh, yeah, she disappears the... for a long time. Then and she, she disappears back. and comes back and it's like, yeah. all right, what's going on? Yeah. And that is, so, and that, so you look at that model and that's what John has been associated with, right? That's what Favreau has been associated with. So but it all makes sense. It, it does make sense. And so that's why when you, you brought up the whole, okay, that Rangers might be 
might be something beforehand. Why not? It totally could be. If it works, um, yeah. And if it works and if it adds to the story, and we, if maybe we need that context. Maybe there's something there that we need to establish because they know where this is going and they're overseeing this whole thing, uh, which is great. When you have someone who's personally overseeing this master web and, and, and basically putting other people to work and building us to a point to something like Avengers uh, or Endgame, you got to have somebody seeing all of that through and invested and so if John Favreau is the guy who's invested and in seeing and overseeing it I think that's fantastic I think it is one of the things that the sequels uh struggled with is you didn't have anybody who you actually laid it at their feet and said no no no, you're responsible for three movies and you're responsible for it making sense and continuity and the whole thing I, and that's just a it's just well well the directors are going to communicate and collaborate and no, those directors are moving on directing different projects, and they, they, they roll out. I think it was a, a kind of a shortcoming, honestly. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know. But I, what I see in this is it, what, what happens in TV shows is you get show runners now, people who oversee the whole project, and you bring in different directors. And I like that because then that showrunner is ultimately in charge of making sure everything is making sense, building in these elements that, that happen early on in season one that you're rewarded for, not just in season two, but season three. You know what I mean? Like they know how far they're going to take this and where it's going. Um, and I think that's that's amazing. Uh, it would be actually, yeah. actually interesting to see how far ahead they do pencil stuff out and outline things because it's wild. Like one of the things Mark Hamill said, um, he has been holding on to this secret for over a year is what he said. Right. Did you realize that? I didn't realize. That's actually Mark Hamill. Like, yeah. like Mark Hamill's actually there. Like, like, and it's just like they kept it really small, really close to the chest. The people who knew, and no leaks got out. And he was he basically, I forget what his tweet was, but he was like, "It's impressive. It's very impressive to all the people who want to spoil. Impressive. Most impressive uh, to all the people who want to spoil and leak things and stuff like that. I mean, he was just like, here's a big stick it to you. And how does it? And how great does that feel though? To like. Have them keep a secret like that and for us to have that element of, oh my gosh, surprise. Like I just think back to the, the, the reveal that like, no, I am your father. If someone would have spoiled that beforehand, it just wouldn't have had the, the earth shattering worldwide just kind of like, what? I mean, everyone talking about it, word of mouth, it's spreading. Like, like this had that same type of like, you, like... I didn't want, once I saw it, I took on a personal responsibility to say to my friends, you just got to go watch it. Like our buddy Lane, I said, I'm not even going to tell you whether I liked it or disliked it. Just go watch it. I'm not going to say another word. And my sister, the same thing. And everyone who I've talked to, I've just been like, go watch this for yourself. And even my sister, who's not a major fan, she was like, that was awesome. She was like, that was, she even knows. She's like, that, she knows nothing about Star Wars. And she's like, that was Luke. Skywalker and I'm like she doesn't even know who that is like she she like they didn't mention his name right but she knew that was Luke and I'm like oh my god do you think they are, do you think you know, Thrawn do you think Thrawn is Thanos do you think Thrawn's gonna be our Thanos um actually something interesting I was gonna say to you is that in the Boba Fett um the book of Boba Fett I I as, as dangerous as he is how crazy would it be to see him communicating with someone or be being hired to fill a spot or being, I mean, cause again, Boba was hired by Darth Vader. He was hired mm -hmm. by him. He did a job. He did a task. And in legends, Boba was used a lot of times. I mean, for political reasons, he could do hits. He could capture people. He could whatever, um, dupe people. I mean, it was, it was, it was amazing. All the things that he was involved in. So it wouldn't surprise me 
whatsoever if Thrawn said, I need that palace and I need it secured and I need to run some uh, covert operation out of, out of there. I need to smuggle some materials underneath the nose of, of the New Republic and I need to do something. And we maybe never even see them talk, but if ever we did see Boba Fett talking with Thrawn, I would lose my... You talk about two dangerous people that are sitting there calculating each other and it would just be mind-blowing to see those two on screen uh, having a meeting. I don't think we would see that in this in this. Uh, I, that's something you build towards, like you're saying, a Thanos thing, where who's this guy that, that everyone seemingly is talking to? And then it turns out Ahsoka in season two, we've been chasing this guy and, you know, I don't know, Moff Gideon. See, that's the other thing we didn't even really get to. And we're going to do more, uh, answer your guys' transmissions and talk more about this in depth because, as Matt said, there are so many things you can talk about. Moff Gideon decides to take his own life. So we all we all kind of thought, okay, um, long live the Empire. Every time that they were like mentioning he or him, we were like, well, it's Gideon. Maybe not, man. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe it's someone else. Who else is so scary or who else is causing this much fear or why is there this much, um, oh gosh, they're all this committed to secrecy and, and basically saying, no, like I, I need to kill Grogu if I can. Like he has a limited amount of time when he takes that that um, that that pistol, right? He has like he gets a couple shots on on Bo-Katan, couple shots on Grogu, and then tries to kill himself. And it's just why why those two targets? I mean, they don't do anything for for. I mean, like they were the two biggest one. It was the most damage that he could do in the room, but then also take his own life, so that way they can't get any information from him whatsoever. He is commit. When you're willing to do that, Matt, you are committed to a cause, and there is something else behind him or whatever that is scarier, that is bigger, that is badder. And uh, the fact that he was afraid because he's always been in control. He's always been a man in power, and he's always been a step ahead of everybody in, 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 in all of this. And he felt way out of his element when Luke Skywalker shows up. He felt a fear. Like, he, basically, this guy could capture me, and he could get the secrets from me. And he could destroy everything that I'm committed to in this fanatic cause that I'm, I'm working right. for. So, Still don't rule out the idea. I still think it's totally possible that who they're actually trying to clone isn't Palpatine right now, but Vader. And maybe people think, you know, if Vader had been in charge, because again, in the sequels, we see Kylo Ren has Vader's mask. Where did they get that? How yeah. did, I mean, when did they go back and get that? Yeah. Right. I, and every time you say that, I always think to myself, you know, Vader was overseeing Starkiller. And I even go back right. to, you've got Sam Witwer, you've got an, like possibly a, a Starkiller situation. So I like all of that, that they are working towards creating something else, not Snow. And Luke's hand is still out there. Yes, yes. And that is a Legends EU story in which they find Luke's hand and yeah. use it to clone it. And Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. They actually clone Luke. <laughs> like, like Luke himself. Luke fights Luke. Like, right. double U. Double, double U. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's L-U-U-K-E. It's in the Thrawn trilogy. Like, he, uh, like uh, Master uh, Sabayoth has a freaking he wants to acquire Luke and Leia and her and her twins but he instead has like Luke's hand and like gets right. access to it and clones a Luke and Luke's got to fight himself and Mara Jade helps and it's just crazy so good golly man that's a whole another that's a whole other thing i i there's there's so much that they can do with the cloning and like i said you can still clone so it's not so what they've done with Snoke now is they've said Snoke doesn't need a great big long massive backstory Snoke is literally a vessel that is just, he's a puppet that is just being used by Palpatine. 
So uh, from, from afar or whatever. So whenever he's created or however he's created, that can happen quicker. That can happen after they learn a bunch of stuff from from previous attempts at cloning Force users, Starkiller, Vader, whoever you want it to be uh, that they're working on. That that works. I mean, actually, that master, that jet, that that Jedi master, that in the Thrawn trilogy back in 1991, that they brought back, uh, Master Sabaoth, is a crazed old jacked wizard looking guy who was a jedi and he's a cl- well whatever I, spo- some people are reading i have friends who are reading it but it's been out since ni- since the early 90s he's right. a freaking clone okay he himself is a clone and he has different memories you know palpatine worked on cloning him because he was working on the, like tra- like cloning force users and force sensitives and what would that be like and and things like that so that's not even actually master sabaoth and it's just crazy I could be wrong on that. I'm just kind of literally going off of memory, but that's what I, what I remember. So if I'm wrong, somebody check me on it. Send, send me a transmission. Uh, and my bad if I messed it up. But yeah, uh, all, all of it is just exciting. And I think there's just so much potential here that, uh, like Matt said, we have years worth of, they could never drop this and we could speculate for freaking five years on this stuff because there's so much you know, content they can pull from. So 100%. Guys, there's so much. It's so great. I'm so overwhelmed um but guys we're gonna come back we're gonna we're gonna do another we'll do another episode where we bust out all your guys transmissions we have youtube comments so many things we had to break down so many of the of the events of this episode but just kind of big just as i just wanted to be like we gotta get our big initial thoughts out here we did a live stream on youtube and we'll be doing a lot more of those so um for those of you guys who haven't subscribed over there um if you don't want to miss any there's that little bell icon you can hit and then you can hang out with us live in hyperspace because yeah. we're gonna be doing that a lot more uh, going forward, and it's a lot of fun because people come in and they just hit us up and we're talking about whatever it is you guys are talking about uh, uh, at, at the time. And everybody was in such a great mood on Friday. And it was like, <laughs> it was mind-blowing, man. To, yeah, to eat, we had like to 25 eat, eat. people in there. And it was great. Uh, it was Chat crazy. was going crazy. It was awesome. It was crazy. So, so guys, yeah, be sure to hit that up. And uh, guys, we will come back and we got a lot, a lot more coming your guys way so uh with that if you guys like the podcast be sure to hit us up on itunes you can always leave us a review that really helps out the podcast and uh be sure to send us your transmissions at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com we will see you next time and remember that traveling hyperspace ain't like dust crops You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.